1: Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed.
0: Thank you for joining this podcast. Our reading today is taking from the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 14 to 21.
2: Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, He it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, and which did those great signs in our sight, and preserved us in all the way wherein we went, and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drave out from before us all the people, even the Amorites which dwelt in the land. Therefore will we also serve the Lord, for He is our God. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye cannot serve the Lord, for he is an holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If ye forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you, after that he hath done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord.
0: Let us pray. Father divine, thank you again for this privilege that you have given to me to bring your word to the world. I ask today that you will bless the hearers of this podcast, that you will anoint, O God, the words of this podcast. That in the end, we all will be blessed by the reason of your word. Because your word declare that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Bless us today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of this podcast is Recasting Your Commitment to the Lord. Recasting Your Commitment to the Lord. Friends, today for the next few minutes, we are going to look at Joshua's passionate appeal to the people of Israel on the need for them to recommit themselves to the Lord. I believe that as Christians, we should be reviewing our commitments to the Lord continually. Especially in this perilous time, if we are truly interested to be with Jesus Christ after here. Joshua one of the gentlemen who was sent out to spy the land of Canaan and later took over the mantle of leadership from the indefatigable leadership of Moses, now an old man, and having led the Israelites on the journey to the promised land, saw the need for the people to reflect on their journey so far by considering what God did for them and how they now must remember the promises of God to their forefathers. Joshua invited the leadership of Israel and have them assembled at Shechem and boldly challenged them to recommit their lives to the Lord God of Israel. But importantly, this recommitment must be apt and absolute. In the same way, brothers and sisters, we believers in this century must endeavor to see that, that the church around the world are in desperate need of revival. However, because of technological advancement in society today, we are falsely led to believe that all is well, but brothers and sisters, all that we see are smoke screens. The real truth is that the human race is in total mess. We Christians of this age have made mess of our lives, our churches, and indeed of our nation in the name of postmodern thinking. If you agree with me, because I know some of you will not, but if you do agree with me on this, then, like Joshua The church must be prepared to do something about it for the sake of the next generation in order that they will not have to inherit it because of the eternal consequence. This is a difficult message to preach at the beginning of a new year and a new decade. But friends, we must understand that it is important that we challenge and warn ourselves of the things to come, of how things are, of the status quo. The Apostle Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5 verse 10 to 11. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged and have our lives laid bare before him. Each of us will receive whatever he deserves for the good or bad things he has done in his earthly body. It is because of this solemn fear of the Lord which is ever present in our mind that we work so hard to win others. As Joshua congregated the leaders together, he invited them to join him and his family in recommitting their lives unto God. This act of recommitment called to Israel is a template for the church today. If we must see revival among God's people, among ourselves, within the church of God. Of course, friends, if we were to ask ourselves today and be honest about what the church really needs, I'm sure that many would not agree that we want revival, that it's revival that we need. Instead, we will hear responses such as, we want to reach our community. But my question would be, with what? With different kinds of activities that the social work department can do better than us. Revival will be the last thing on the minds of some of us. But, brothers and sisters, if you really believe that we are truly a church bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, then all we need is revival. It is only when we are revived that we would be able to reflect the light of God to others. It is only when we are revived that we can truly attract others to the Lord Jesus Christ. We need revival, church. Revival is to bring something that is dead alive again. That's exactly what the church need right now. Invest number. 17 of Joshua 24, Joshua appealed to the conscience of his listeners. He recalled to them the experiences of their enslavement in Egypt, the journey through the wilderness, and the many wonderful things God did in order that he may bring them into the promised land, a land where milk and honey flows. Sometimes, to appreciate God, we must look back to how we got to where we are now. That way, we will be able to see that it is only by the grace of God that we are here today and not by our own doing. For the Israelites, Egypt was synonymous with slavery, a place of bondage not a holiday destination living in itself was cruel all they had to do each day was for the pleasure of their tax masters they were never to be their own men or women it was a fruitless futureless endeavor dominated by their captors what a life they lived of course, friends, not many of those in Joshua's congregation remembered the sufferings as many had already died along the way. And that was why it was key to recreate the story brothers and sisters many of us may have forgotten the sufferings of the primary disciples of jesus christ and even the contribution and dedication of those christians we knew that have now gone to glory but remember this brothers and sisters though we may have forgotten about those who came before us their journey in life they are following Jesus Christ, full step. But their legacy lives on so that the question you will ask yourself today, friends, is this. What will be the legacy that you will leave behind for the next generation? Comparably, our lives before we became followers of Jesus Christ were once of being dominated by our own passions, living godless and hopeless lives and descending fast to Christless eternity. Then one day, Jesus Christ came into our lives and gave us life to live again and led us out of the darkness of sin and into His marvelous light where we became acquainted with the joy of knowing Him. But as the years progressed,
1: This is NUMA Podcast with the Rev. Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening.
0: Our love and devotion to Jesus Christ has become just a faded memory for some of us, just as it was with Joshua's own people the memories of the day we encounter Calvary should be a great inspiration and catalyst for us to examine our relationship with Jesus Christ and make attempt to recommit our lives to him again if we find ourselves lacking and I think that that is the whole point of this podcast today. It should not be construed as condemnation, but rather an encouragement instead. Joshua understood that all their successes were dependent on the Lord as a result of their dedication to obeying and serving God. But he also knew that the devotion of the people were fading quickly, which has the potential to jeopardize the future blessings they need, so he had to respond quickly. For Joshua, the answer was to encourage the people to recommit themselves to the Lord, as that was the only way for the blessings of God to be sustained. The psalmist said this in Psalm 121 verse 1 to 2. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from mountains? No, my strength comes from God who made heaven and earth and mountains. Like the Psalmist brothers and sisters, Joshua understood the source of his help. In the same way, we must understand that our help comes only from God, the God of the universe, the creator God, the master of the universe, the first and the last. Only then, brothers and sisters, can we be guaranteed for the future, both here and on the other side of eternity. Joshua was persuaded that the future was in jeopardy. Do we know that the future of the church is hanging on a balance right now? And that we are in danger of losing all that is the church? or that very soon the church will no longer be able to be different in many ways from the rest of the world, simply because we have systematically abandoned our sacred hymn singing and are beginning to sing secular hymns. Church, we must recognize As a matter of urgency, the need to recommit our lives again so that revival can begin in our lives. Without revival in our generation, the next generation will experience a churchless society where the state becomes the custodian of morality and spirituality. And that will definitely lead to a Christless eternity. The church must become once again a sacred space where the gospel of truth is preached without fear and the spirit of our brothers and sisters are lifted and strengthened to face the future. That is what revival is. The church must not continue to remain as a place of stand-up comedy and entertainment of various kinds as we see in some places today. As Joshua addressed the congregation, he appealed to them to throw away the gods their ancestors worshiped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Most High God. We also must do the same thing, abandon all those things that hinder us, all the things we knew before that did not glorify God and begin to prepare to please the Most High God. Each day, my friends, we are confronted with the presence of strange gods that threaten our dedication to the Most High God because we live in a godless and wicked world that its only purpose is to lead us into temptation and rightly so the lord's prayer encourages us to recognize this that's why we pray and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever And this is in Matthew chapter 6 verse 13. As I conclude this podcast today, may I remind us, may I remind you who is listening to this podcast, that as it was with Joshua calling his people to repent and to return to the Lord by recommitting their lives to him. So it is with us today. The church of God, bad people of God. God created you as a free will moral agent with the power of choice. What this simply means is this. The choice to recommit yourselves to God today is in your hands. However, should you fail to heed to the call today, well, God will help you. But this help will not be in your best interest. Hear this in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 to 28. Just as mortals are appointed to die once and then to experience a judgment, so the anointed one, our liberating king, was offered once in death. To bear the sins of many and will appear a second time, not to deal again with sin, but to rescue those who eagerly await his return. So you see, my friend, of course, there are churches that believe that there is a holding place called purgatory. But from these texts, we know that it's only one time that you can die. And after that, there'll be no chance for you to repent. Nobody's ever going to liberate you again. Jesus will come again, surely. But he's not coming to rescue people from sin anymore. He's not coming to die or to bear the sins of the world anymore. But he's coming to be a judge. And you don't want that to happen to you. So, brothers and sisters, we have the opportunity today to make a new beginning, to make a new covenant with the Lord our God. And finally, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 to 8 says this, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing, In the wilderness. And I say brothers and sisters. May the Lord help us all to do what is right. And to make our ways right with him today. In the name of Jesus Christ. As we progress into the rest of the year. May we consider recasting our commitment to the Lord. God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you again in the name of Jesus Christ for this time to share the word with your people out there. I ask, O Lord, that you will help us to grow in your grace, to understand that we need to commit ourselves to you every day of our lives. And I pray, Father, There are many that are struggling to live this life of Christianity. That you will help them, oh God, wherever they are, in Brazil, in the United States, in the United Kingdom, in Africa, and all the places that people listen to this podcast. I bless you, King of Glory, for answering these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and soon coming King. Amen. I will
1: offer up my life in spirit and truth Pouring out the oil of love as my worship to you In surrender I must give my every part Lord, receive the sacrifice of a broken heart Jesus, what can I give? What can I bring to so faithful a friend, to so loving a king, Savior? What can be said, what can be sung as the praise of your name?